You are listening to The MILF Podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Fit and fabulous. This show is for real people. Real people. People who don't have the spare time to live life at the gym and those who have to balance being moms, being professionals, but also wanting to look and feel hot. Oh, heads up. This show isn't about false quick fixes. Not here. Here, we're going to help develop an actual lifestyle change, but one that's manageable along with your other responsibilities, and most importantly, one that is sustainable. You got this. So we're going to take a little time, but we're going to do it right. Are you ready? Let's go. It's time to get your sexy back through healthy and holistic fat loss and get back to being a MILF, mom's intent on living fit and fabulous. And here's your host, Andy. Hello and welcome back, guys. You are listening to the one and only MILF podcast, and I'm your host, Andy. So today we're going to be talking about something that's pretty cool, and we're going to be talking about why actually doing less will give you more when it actually comes to changing your lifestyle and getting those results that you so desperately want. So first of all, I'm going to paint a picture. You've decided that you want to get your shit together, you want to change your life, you want to smash some goals and lose some fat that you might have maybe accumulated over the years. And it just so happens that your local gym has just promoted some six-week, eight-week or whatever, 12-week challenge. Um, It's a get shredded program and you are keen to give it a crack. You look into it and it's got your training six to seven times a week. It's giving you meal plans. It cuts out all the junk, no alcohol. It cuts out all bread and pasta. And you think this is going to be amazing and you can't wait to get started because you know that you're going to get amazing results from this. But only a few short weeks in, if that, the wheels start falling off. You feel overwhelmed You feel like a failure because you just can't seem to stick with it. You start binging on other sorts of food. You're really, really hungry and you're starting to feel really, really restricted. And I have to say, it's for good reason too. Can I just say that if any program says that you can get an amazing result in a really short period of time, you need to be aware. Aware that whatever changes that you actually do get within that particular program will only be short-lived, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the vast majority of those particular programs don't actually even take into account where you're coming from or what your current habits already are. They don't take into consideration what your lifestyle's like, whether you're really, really busy, whether you're a shift worker. It doesn't take any of those things into consideration, and most of them are generic, could cookie cutter programs. Secondly, they have you trying to do absolutely everything at once. So day one, they've got you eating six meals a day with, you know, all these particular meals that you have to have prepped. So they're letting you believe that you have to do it all the right way, be perfect to get some sort of result. And I have to say, it's pretty smart marketing because it's appealing to our perfectionist side of our brain. I don't know about you, but I do have a tendency that if I can't do it all right, I feel like I'm short-circuiting the process. So 
you know, I have to get it all right at once. Otherwise, there's no point doing it at all. So these types of particular programs have it ingrained in us that we have to do it this way or there's going to be no results gotten whatsoever. But what if we didn't have to change everything at once and we could still get a really good result? What if you just had to change, say, a couple of things? How do you know that just by changing one or two big things, it will get you the result that you're after instead of trying to change absolutely everything at once? Like what if you could just do the bare minimum and have an amazing result? In fact, in my experience and with a lot of other clients, the best results have come from just making small changes, ones that you don't have to turn your whole life upside down and, you know, you can slot in relatively easy to your lifestyle. Wouldn't it be nice to know what your bare minimum was so that you didn't have to make so many changes at once? Um, and so that it didn't feel like an impossible task. So what is my experience with the less is more rule? Now, I don't know about you, but there are some foods that I absolutely love, like I really love. Like they may not be that great for me or my goals, but I love them anyway. You know, things like breads and pasta and pizza and cheese and don't get me started on the white chocolate. I absolutely love white chocolate. Now, it's actually really strange for me to say all these things because I actually have an intolerance to gluten. So I know that if I have these particular types of food, it's going to play havoc with my my gut. But at the end of the day, I still want them and I still love them. Now, if somebody was to tell me that I had to cut all of these things out of my diet completely just to get a result, there's just absolutely no way I could do it. Like, I might be able to go maybe one, two weeks, maybe three weeks tops before I would want to have something like the above. So I still have the above in my nutritional plan, 100%. I just don't go all out on them and I might decide to plan them into my week. So I feel like I'm looking forward to something and I can still enjoy them without guilt. Now, don't worry. I actually used to always think that I had to do everything right to get a said result. But it wasn't until I realized that I can still stuff things up, make mistakes, and only change a few things that it can give me a better result long term because I could sustain it. I just know how much I can get away with before I stop getting the results that I want. But if you were to cut everything out of your diet, then you would never know what your bare minimum was. The secret is to make changes slowly which is why any quick shred program will never give you a long-term sustainable approach. And just one of the reasons why I actually don't work with anybody for less than 12 months, because you simply need time to make these new habits a part of your lifestyle. So if you are a mum who barely eats one to two times a day, you never eat breakfast, you're tired all the time, you're not consistent with hitting the gym or getting out getting some exercise in, or maybe even you're snacking in front of the TV at nights or binging on the weekend. Cutting everything out all at once wouldn't be the answer or trying to do everything at once. It would be a sure way to derail and sabotage yourself. So the biggest thing that anybody can do that is serious about wanting to make 
long-term changes and getting a long-term result is to actually just pick one thing at a time that you can work on and build upon, improve on, and then get some consistency with it. So let's just say for an example, you're a mum, you only eat one two time, one to two times a day, and your diet consists of mainly, mainly processed foods. There's no point in giving a meal plan to this particular person that straight away has them eating five to six meals a day and eating lots of fruit and veggies because for one, your digestive system won't even be able to handle the food going into it. Like it won't even know how to digest that amount of fiber. So you're going to have a lot of stomach upsets. Secondly, restricting yourself from your old choices will just leave you to binge even more. And three, if you haven't addressed the problems as to why you only eat one to two times a day, you know, is it tiredness? Is it that there's no food prep in the house? Is it maybe that you haven't learned the skills of how to learn how to make really, really delicious meals? Instead, a better approach for this particular type of person might be that you just get them to replace one of those meals with a better choice and get consistent at it before looking at changing anything else. Or perhaps you're a person that isn't consistent with exercise. So the very first thing that you should be addressed would be this one. In my experience, the habit of exercising is a lot easier to start and maintain compared to changing your eating habits simply because there's actually no emotional attachment when it comes to maintaining an exercise routine. Whereas obviously with food, you have emotional attachments with food. So sometimes starting with the exercise component is your very first go-to and not trying to change everything at once. In fact, the simpler you actually make this, the better it will be for you in the long run. Most trainers or programs will actually try and overcomplicate things by giving either set macros or getting to your count calories. But the truth is you actually don't need any of that not unless you're an athlete looking at getting up on stage possibly and competing in a competition that you actually might need to know the micro details so that you peak at a particular time. So for the vast majority of people, it's just making small changes and making them slowly so that you can start getting consistent at them before making another change. So I've got three tips for you. First of all, start small. Look at the most simplest thing you can think of that you can manage to change and do that consistently before looking at changing anything else. This will actually look different to everybody depending on where you're starting at in your current situation. So for some, it might be having breakfast every day if you're not used to eating breakfast. You know, it might be getting out for a walk for a few times a week if you aren't used to regularly exercising. It might be getting in the kitchen and learning how to food prep if you're not used to being able to get in the kitchen and cook meals. So whatever it is, just pick one thing and do that consistently for a few weeks before changing anything else. And then you can start looking at improving upon it. My second tip would be to how to look at habit stacking. Now they say if you want to implement a new habit, 
then the best way to start is to place the new routine that you want to do on top of an older existing habit or routine that you already do to help make it, say, more successful. For example, if you wanted to start taking multivitamins or if you're, say, a newly pregnant mum and you want to start taking a pregnancy supplement, then the best time for you to take this might be straight after brushing your teeth or straight before brushing your teeth because you do that absolutely every single day. So another example might be if you're an early riser, but you get up early only to go and sit down and watch TV or jump on social media, you might decide that instead of doing that, you're going to get up and go out for an early walk or you might go to the gym and get it out of the way. So the best way to start is to habit stack. So if you've already got an existing routine, try and build your new routine into that so they all then relate to each other. Number three would be to prepare to make mistakes. Now, making mistakes is going to be an inevitable part of the process, but it's what helps us learn and move forward. So don't ever be scared of making making mistakes or not getting things right because at the end of the day, we use it as a learning tool to help make better decisions in the future. I've made many, many, many mistakes um, in my journey of, you know, trying to look my best. I've never been perfect and you don't have to be, which is the whole point. Mistakes are there for us to learn from. And as long as we take something home from it and learn from it and improve upon it in the next situation, we're always going to be one step ahead and improving out of sight. So guys, this is a really short episode because I feel like I've hit everything that I wanted to. Like it's it's just about starting small. Please don't get wrapped up into trying to do everything at once. Time and time again, you don't need to. You just have to take s- small steps, make small changes, which will inedi- inevitably lead to the really big changes down, down the track. All righty, guys. Well, I think I have smashed this podcast episode out of the park. Remember, you don't have to change everything at once. Just pick one thing. If you want to share the love, give some feedback or ask any questions, please head over to my Facebook page, The MILF Podcast. As always, thanks for listening and I'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the MILF Podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Would you like to share your journey on getting your sexy back? Getting your sexy back? Then head on over to the website for full access to show notes, resources, and links to the Facebook group. Get connected. So you too can join the conversation and network with others on the same journey as you. Stay motivated. All wanting to live a fit and fabulous lifestyle. You can find all that and more by visiting the MILF podcast.com that's m-i-l-f-f podcast.com dot com dot com